Overtime with Joe Parker provides a comprehensive look into high school sports in North Atlanta. Tune in each week for prep sports headlines and in-depth discussions with local players and coaches. Right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to uh, Overtime with Joe Parker. The uh, rain and cold weather of this week hasn't let you know. We are now in basketball season here in North Fulton, and today I am joined by two special guests today uh, representing Centennial Basketball. We have girls varsity head coach John Domville. Coach, thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having us. Also, we will get the uh, boys' team perspective with the boys' new head coach, uh, Matt Barksdale. Coach, thanks for joining us today. Appreciate you having us on. Absolutely. Well, uh, Coach Barksdale, I'm going to start off with you. Uh, Obviously, this is your first season uh, at the helm, but not your first season with Centennial. Um, You were a... uh, played for the Knights uh, during your high school career. Uh, can you talk a little bit about what it's been like to, to come back and to take over this program? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's been a great experience so far. Um, I feel like the, the community has kind of rallied around me and rallied around our guys. Um, and it's just a, it's a good feeling to be back. Um, I've been in Nashville the last eight years. Um, but, you know, there's, there's one job that I would have left Nashville to come back for, and it was this one. So... Really excited to excited to be back and excited to kick off the season tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and I talked with uh, Coach Birch a few weeks ago on this show, and he uh, kind of said you were always maybe shooting him that text at the end <laughs> of each season, like Coach, you know, I'm I'm available, or you know, this area, or being a Centennial grad, or just the program in general that made you want to come back. I think a little combo of everything. Um, I mean, the Alpharetta Roswell area is, I mean, to me, one of the best places in the state of Georgia to live. Um, awesome communities, awesome place to raise a family. Um, but just, a, it's a great school. Um, I just, I, I love everything that, that our school stands for and does for our kids. Um, you know, and it's a, it's a basketball program that I take a lot of pride in and want to see be successful. Um, so it's kind of one of those things I would reach out to Birch at the end of every year and just say, Hey, if, if this thing ever comes open, I, I want it. Um, and I'm just, I'm pumped to be here. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and and now with that, uh, would you say you have a uh, particular you know coaching philosophy or, or something that you want to bring to the the boys program? Yeah, so I think this summer our main goal was just to kind of overhaul the culture a little bit. Um, you know, just make sure the the guys are are playing together, um, playing for each other, not playing for individual accolades. Um, as far as playing style, I've kind of had to change up what I've done in the past um my teams in nashville were super athletic super fast didn't really have any size um so you know it was a lot of pressing getting up and down the floor transition um you know which we'll be able to take some of those qualities and infuse them with our guys but um particular playing style I, i think every coach would say that you gotta gotta coach up what you got and play to your team's strengths and um i think you know so far we've been able to do a good job of that Coach Domville, now we'll turn to you. Obviously, you know, you've been uh, at the helm with the girls program for it's this year, fifth season. This is year now? four. Five told I was an assistant for a year. Okay, very good. Well, imagine you're uh, uh, ready to go, ready to, to lead the uh, Knights uh, once again this season. Yes, we're definitely ready to go. It turns into one of those things like conditioning. And we try to, every summer and every fall, we try to add kind of one component that we haven't done before, whether like this summer was going to GCSU and kind of getting them 
you know, used to the college experience. That was a new thing in fall, you know, whether we add something in the weight room or add a piece out on the track, we try to kind of keep them guessing and add something just as we try to build and build and build. Uh, the good news is, you know, we have a solid group coming back. The girls that are juniors, they've been playing together since junior nights. So it's nice. And we have a really good junior program right now on the girls' side, which is good to see. So, you know, we have talent here now, and we got a lot coming, too. Well, with that, uh, Coach, you guys uh, did have a fairly young squad uh, last season. Um, you lost two talented seniors in Shekinah Guthrie and uh, John Modi. Can you talk a little bit uh, about filling those roles here in the off season. And that's honestly, we knew that was kind of the elephant in the room coming into it. Um, you know, but the girls have been great about it. There's been no really conversation of kind of, what do we do now? Like they were ready again. The girls that are juniors have been here, have been playing together. Our, you know, we have two seniors that have been around. We had one transfer in last year. That's a senior now. So the girls have been great about it in terms of they're not really, you know, we've seen it on the court in the summer and not, you know, okay, now what do we do? We don't have her to pass it to and kind of bail us out of certain situations. Like, you know, a couple girls, we had two girls, you know, Devon Guthrie and Ariel Nathan were honorable mention all region last year. So those two are definitely ready, you know, and the rest of them, um, that's the biggest thing I've learned is, you know, you got to tell them what their roles are and everybody's ready to fill the role and be more of a team than kind of saying, oh, we have that maybe one that can bail us out. Has anyone kind of stood out in the off season as stepping into maybe a leadership role? Ariel Nathan's been incredible in terms of just growing up. She's, you know, she's very quiet, um, but she's more, you know, which is honestly, as a coach, I kind of prefer you rather than be quiet and show you with their actions than be saying and hoorah and, you know, not really backing it up with their actions. So that was, that's one thing about her. She's kind of quiet and I, you know, I haven't found a better word for it, but she's the most professional kid I've ever been around. You know, she's had some injuries and just shin splints or back injuries and she, you, you never hear anything. She goes to the trainer, she handles her business and she's at practice. So she's been absolutely incredible. It's just her, in her growth in that. Uh, Ariana Peters, another one of our seniors is incredible too. She's, you know, the definition of a student athlete. She's in AP classes. She's taking honors classes. She's doing well in those. She's got a job. So those two, you know, those have been our, those were our two captains the other night and they'll be our two captains going forward. Um, but honestly, you know, everybody's been great and I can't speak highly enough about all of them as a team you know, meshing together and looking at each other. Mm -hmm. And with that, uh, having a relatively young squad last season, just kind of give you a a boost of confidence going into this year that they got a lot of playing time last year. For sure. I think the biggest thing that's nice is we, we had the depth last year that we maybe hadn't seen in years before. Now we have the depth, but that depth has experience too. So these are girls that have now got two years of varsity under their belt. The ones that are juniors and three essentially for the ones that are seniors. Uh, so it's nice to have not only the depth that we feel like we have, but the experience of they've played region basketball games, they played region tournament games. You know, Ariana and Ariel were freshmen in the year we made state, but the region is the biggest thing. And we've got girls, whether we go kind of one through nine, or kind of, or we've got nine girls we feel comfortable playing, and they've all played region basketball at this point. Now, Coach Barksdale, uh, you know, obviously uh, stepping into the, the role this season, but um, Kind of along the lines of uh, the girls' program, you know, you lost a, a big man in, in um, Rodney Howard and, and Jalen Jack, a, a really good playmaker. Um, you know, who has stood out for you here in this this off season? Um, you know, as you've transitioned into this uh, head coaching role. So uh, first off, I think uh, one of our seniors has stepped up, Colin Call. Um, he got some playing time last year. I think his his playing time was pretty inconsistent. Um, Started a handful of games, came off the bench a handful of games. Um, you know, there were games where he played five minutes and games where he played 20. Um, but he's he's really he's really stepped it up, not only from a leadership standpoint, but just from a basketball skill standpoint. Um, you know, he's a he's a kid that that didn't play 
a whole lot at certain times. And, um, you know, now he's got two scholarship offers, um, you know, high academic D3 schools, um, kind of a inside out kid, um, you know, can bang in the post, but step out and shoot. Um, and then we, we got a trio of sophomores um, that will play a big part in our season this year um, that got some time last year. Uh, Logan Turner um, will be one of our best scorers this year. Um, really great shooter, uh, can also take his man off the dribble. Um, Kyle Duncan, uh, kind of your definition of a two-way player, um, you know, has potential to be a, be a lockdown defender for us. Um, he's long, he's athletic. Um, but you know, can also hit the mid range, uh, really good taking his, taking his guy off to dribble, getting to the basket. Um, and then we got a point guard, uh, KJ Spoony, um, also got a lot of playing time experience last year. Um, but definitely looking for those three to, to make a big jump, um, you know, from, from playing as freshmen to, you know, now into their sophomore year, looking for them to be a bigger part of the offense and of the team this year. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you feel at this point that the team is is kind of um, buying in, uh, so to speak, with you at the helm now? I think so, for sure. Um, I mean, the, the buy-in's been great. Um, you know, that we had a really great off-season in the weight room, on the track, uh, skill work with our four-on-ones. Um, you know, there were mornings where, you know, I'd have eight to ten guys show up, and, you know, you can only work with four at once. Um, but you know, every, everyone's bought in, I think at this point, it's just kind of refining the small things, um, you know, and just continuing to learn how to play together. Like you look at the team last year and I mean, we essentially lost four starters and, and Rodney and, um, you know, a couple of the seniors who graduated, uh, Johnny Cannon isn't playing this year and he was a starter last year. So, I mean, essentially we're looking at a new team and, you know, it's going to take a little bit of time to you know, continue to develop that chemistry, uh, but we're well on our way to doing so. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, with that, each each year that comes along, kind of you have the nuances of, of each team. Uh, um, Coach Donville, I'll start with you. How would you kind of describe this year's squad? I mean, we're definitely an athletic group. You know, one thing I've been telling them is we're going to be an inside-out team. Let's, you know, get in the paint, make good things happen, kind of, um, you know, almost kind of the way basketball is moving, where it's, you know, we're not necessarily going to be like key and three, like it's kind of the wave of basketball now. It's either you're shooting in the paint or you're shooting threes. Um, you know, Bailey Hebermill, she's the best shooter we got. Ariel Nathan can get streaky and make a lot of shots in a row. But we're definitely an athletic team who we want to take advantage of that, whether, you know, getting up and down, pressuring the ball when we feel like the mashup, matchups are good for that. And then just, like I said, get in the paint and, you know, then look to create for yourself first. But then off of that, you know, have the defense crash and let's kick it out and keep the ball moving. Mm-hmm. And for you, Coach Barksdale, how would you kind of describe uh, this year's squad? I think kind of similar to what Domville was saying. I mean, we're kind of looking to play inside out um, and not necessarily getting the ball to the post playing inside, but looking to attack off the dribble first and hoping that, you know, the more we attack, the more open jumpers we'll get. Um, but I, I think the biggest thing I'm looking for is just a, a team that's going to play unselfish, um, you know, a team that's willing to make the extra pass. Um, you know, a team that's willing to, to share the ball to get the best look we can. Um, and I'm, I'm a big believer in that starts with, you know, looking to take our man off the dribble first and, you know, kind of playing, playing inside out. We are recording this on Monday, so uh, both of your squads get underway tomorrow. Um, and then, you know, there's not a lot of uh, games before you guys get into region play. There's not a lot of time to really, you know, fine tune. Uh, how is it important is it? 
to uh, come out and, and see where your team stands after these first few games before you get into 7-6-A play? I mean, I think tomorrow, you know, first impression is a lasting impression. So, you know, our kind of goal is to – I want, you know, teams that may necessarily not be there to scout us, but, you know, maybe they look at a box score and things like that. I want that kind of stick out to opponents coming up like, oh, okay. You know, we have certain goals without getting too into it of like how many points we want to score a game and how many we want to give up in terms of our, you know, margin of victory and things like that. And, we, you know, I got a new assistant this year, Leo Gray, that's been great. You know, he challenges the girl basically every practice before a game in terms of what he's looking for them in terms of numbers. Um, you know, we're not the types that say we want you to be the leading scorer or things like that, but just, you know, uh, we got a lot of girls, like I said earlier, that kind of fill roles and things like that. So like you said, it's kind of, you know, it's always kind of weird before Thanksgiving, even our practice schedule. We can't get into our normal practice schedule because we're not playing Tuesdays and Fridays for the first couple of weeks. So that's the biggest thing we've been telling them is their, their focus and their energy and their effort. And just while it's kind of weird, our schedule so far, you know, after Thanksgiving, everything kind of calms down. We play Tuesday, Fridays, we can get in our practice schedule and then the region is upon us. So to me, it's kind of a lot of different seasons in one, like, you know, this non-region is one season, and then after we get back to Thanksgiving, you know, season two starts, which is region. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And for you, Coach Barksdale, what's the kind of focus for these first three non-region games? I mean, I I think our re- or our non-region games are set up to, to help us be ready and prepared for our region games. Um, you know, we got Mount Pisgah Tuesday, um, a really good Blessed Trinity team Friday, um, a solid South Forsyth team on Saturday. Um, you know, and the goal is to try to knock some of the kinks out before we get to region play. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not expecting us to step on the floor tomorrow and be as good as we should be come February. Um, and you know, that's kind of a, I think our biggest goal as a team this year, um, kind of a motto, if you will, is playing for February. Our, our goal is to be playing our best basketball once the region tournament hits. Um, and you know, having a somewhat like, I wouldn't necessarily say young, but, um, just some pretty inexperienced team. Um, you know, I think it's going to take a couple games for these guys to, to grow together, um, you know, to play together. Um, we just had another, uh, we had a player transfer in, um, who's a junior Caleb Jordan, a uh, really good player, really good athlete. Um, and you know, it's, I think he's, it's a learning curve with, with anyone and everyone and not necessarily from a, from a basketball standpoint, but just like learning how to play with a new group and, um, he'll be in the starting lineup tomorrow. So, just kind of trying to figure out how to play together and hoping that eventually translates into some region wins. Along the lines of region, obviously, boys and girls side, 7-6-A is very challenging. Um, you know, for the, the girls side, uh, you've got Alpharetta is returning a lot of their talent. Northview uh, is returning a lot of their talent. Uh, the list goes on. There's there's no gimmies, uh, but for you, Coach Domville, you know, what's kind of the, the, the focus that you guys have to, to put yourselves in kind of a winning position through these, uh, the essentially gauntlet of uh, 7-6-A games? I mean, I think the first thing is try to protect home court, try to win as many as you can at home, uh, and then kind of on the road, you know, try to sneak up on some people. Because like you said, I mean, Chris does a really good job at Northview. They're very talented. David has a lot of talent, always has. And, you know, on you know Bill was coach of the year at Pope. You know, but not by mistake last year. He did an incredible job with that group, with the group of girls he has. And so they're all, I don't think he lost anybody. And so they are a year older with another year in his system. Kirk is very, very good at Johns Creek, too. And so those are the four state teams last year. So I think you kind of have to pay your respect to them. But kind of like we're saying, you know, every every year is different. Every team is different. So, um, you know, but to kind of Ric Flair, I guess, you, you know, be the champ, you got to beat the champ. So we got to get rid of through those four. And then, you know, without 
you know, acting like we're glancing over the Dunwoodies and the North Atlantas and the Hooches and the Cambridges and everybody else. I mean, we've seen it where, you know, last year, you know, Shekinah went down that North Atlanta game and we ended up, you know, not winning that one where traditionally we had, you know, beat North Atlanta. So region, you kind of, you never know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Coach Barstale, have you kind of um, been maybe doing your research on, on these local 7-6A teams? And, uh, you know, if so, what have, what has stood out uh, for you? Yeah, so I've, um, before I interviewed for the position, I got access to all the film from their games from last year. So I've had at least, you know, the chance to see everybody play. Um, and, you know, I know a couple teams graduated some kids. And I think the biggest thing is you look at the point guards in our region. Our region is unbelievably stacked at the point guard position. Um, Brandon Baronet, Alfredo is a really good player. Kamar over at Cambridge, really good player. Um, the Messiah kid from North Atlanta, really good player. Um, and then you got a young kid, uh, AJ over at Chattahoochee. Um, I mean, those are four division one point guards in, in our region. Um, so I, I think it kind of starts at, at the point guard position. Um, but I mean, we got some, some really strong teams. Um, Chattahoochee is going to be solid. Um, Cambridge, you know, went 16 and 0 in the region last year. Um, and they bring back a lot of their really solid players, um, North Atlanta obviously won the region tournament and got really hot, made it to the Elite Eight. Um, so they're going to be another really strong team. Um, Alpharetta got the chance to see them play in Fall League. I mean, just athletes everywhere. Um, really get up and down the floor. Um, scored over 80 points in their scrimmage uh, last week. You know, and then I think a couple of the other teams were pretty young last year and, uh, you know, we're now a year older. And it's it's going to be it's gonna be tough going. Um, and I, I think, you know, our, our guys are prepared for that grind. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's, we're, we're going to have to step on the floor ready to play every single night or, um, you know, our, our region games aren't going to go the way we want them to. This was kind of mentioned earlier talking about, you know, uh, coaching to the, the players that you have, um, you know, can we expect, uh, either on either side to kind of see some different things out of the Knights this season? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, again, back to we're pretty athletic in terms of that. So, you know, we've been a little bit of a zone team in the past. So we'll play we'll play some more man this year, like I said, depending on the matchups. If, you know, if we feel like we can take advantage of, you know, a lack of ball handlers from another team, there'll be some more pressure and things like that. So there's definitely, you know, a lot of that, um, you know, we ha- and we have we have some size, too, you know, and we're too deep, at least, you know, on size. So. Well, you know, there might be some more kind of looking to get the ball in the post a little bit. And we feel good about two defending posts because, you know, Northview's got two, you know, two bigs. Alpharetta's got bigs. Johns Creek's, you know, he's got kind of the, you know, the new age. He's got a couple girls that can stretch the floor in terms of their size and things like that. So, yeah, I think, you know, defensively is kind of where we want everything to start. And we'll probably be more of a man team this year than we have in the past. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And for you, Coach Barksdale? Yeah, it's just going to be a totally different style um you know obviously they had 610 611 in the post last year and you know pretty much everything they ran was to to look to get him the ball so you know we're we're definitely more guard oriented this year um you know our post colin i'd consider him more of a stretch four um so i mean essentially we're going to be running a you know a, a five out motion type offense trying to open up the floor for our attacking lanes um you know, as far as defense goes, I think we'll we'll switch it up, kind of depending on who we match up with. Um, we'll play a lot of man. We'll play a good amount of zone. Uh, look to apply some pressure, depending on opponent. Um, but as far as last year goes, I, it'll it'll look totally different. This is something uh, when I had Centennial's athletic director Jeff Birch on here a few weeks ago. He kind of 
touched on, and, and now that I have both the boys and the girls coaches here, you know, wanted to kind of expand on that. You know, my mother was actually a middle school basketball coach uh, for many years in Cherokee County, and she kind of talked about the differences between coaching boys and girls. You know, it's very different. Yeah. So <laughs> can you kind of, you know, I, I kind of saw it from her perspective, but, you know, for for you guys, you know, what, what are the kind of major differences that you see among you know, versus uh, coaching a 17-year-old girl or a 17-year-old boy? I think the biggest thing, and I've learned this kind of recently, it's not the message, it's the tone in which you give it. Um, I think with boys, you can have a, diff- a certain tone. With girls, where you may have to kind of be, you know, whether it's more nurturing or one thing. And one thing to Matt's credit, you know, watching a couple practices, just try, you know, because I think the best coaches are thieves, so trying to steal a few things, you know. You know, he always ends everything positively with his guys. He might be, you know, going at him, going at him, going at him. But at the end of it, it's something they do well or something they're going to do well. So he ends it positively. And that's, like I said, it's kind of not the message. It's the tone. And it's not, you know, don't look at it as criticism. Look at it as correction and those kind of things. So it's definitely the way you kind of deliver the message is the biggest thing I've learned uh, in terms of, you know, and I've got, you know, I she's probably more important than I am, but Dana Smith, the the JV coach that's been with me since I took the job is absolutely incredible. Um, in terms of somebody as a voice I can lean on or I can talk to, and she can deliver a message a little differently than I can. Uh, she's incredible. So it's definitely kind of the tone you take. And I personally, I don't have a whole lot of experience coaching girls. Um, but I, I, I kind of more see it as you, you coach the individual. Um, you know, you look at a team, whether it's a boys team or a girls team, you know, there's certain kids that you've got to coach different. Um, you know, there's kids that you take out and you pull them to the side and you got to walk them through their mistakes. There's kids that you can really come down hard on that, you know, you know, they'll respond to that. Um, and you know, I, I think I can kind of see that in, in the coaching staff that I hired. Um, one of my assistants, Malik Wood, um, is so good at communicating with the guys. Um, you know, he's not always going to be the um, the loud, in-your-face type coach, but he's more of the kind of pull you to the side, talk to you, walk you through your mistakes. Um, but I, I think our biggest thing with our coaching staff is just, you know, accountability. They're going to be held accountable for everything they do, whether that's, you know, something positive, something negative, um, you know, and just trying to, trying to bring energy every day to practice. I look at some of our practices that we've had this season and our best practices have, you know, they've felt like a game like atmosphere and that's, you know, obviously it's not perfect, but that's what we're, what we're striving to do in practice every single day. Kind of along those, those same lines, uh, Centennial's had its share of, of, um, you know, high talent, D1 prospects over the years and things along those lines. Do you feel from a coaching perspective that there is just a, a ton of pressure now with things like Twitter and and things like that where you're still talking about a 17 or 18 year old but they're being kind of projected into this spotlight you know is that kind of challenging from a coach's perspective when you see maybe that getting into the head of of a player definitely i mean you know i think it's you know tell them you control what you can control you can't control what people are going to say about you whether that's at school whether it's your friend saying something after a game or whether it's people you know writing things about you and things like that or uh, so, you know, they can't control that. And my thing is always kind of, you know, somebody coming at you or saying things about you is probably more of a reflection on that person than it is on you. Um, maybe they're projecting insecurities onto you or whatever, but that's definitely, you know, tough. And, you know, kind of the thing I always try to go back to with them, you know, if they do, we do have that conversation, it's kind of, you should be surrounding yourself with people that have your best interest at heart. And if you have to ask yourself, you know, do they have my best interest or the answer to that is no, then it's 
probably not somebody you should keep in your circle. Coach Barksdale, I'm you know, not familiar necessarily with the, the program you were with at, at Nashville, but you know, what are kind of your um, sentiments on, on the pressure? Yeah, I think there's a lot more pressure here than there was where I was in Nashville. Um, and the reason I say that is, I, I mean, playing basketball in Atlanta, I mean, it's one of the highest levels there is out there. Um, I mean, you take a look at the United States and try to think of your hotbeds for for basketball. And I mean, Atlanta's got to be in that top three, four, five conversation. Um, I think my biggest thing is with, with the social media accolades and that sort of thing, just doing our best to keep the kids grounded um, and realizing that, you know, words don't mean a whole lot unless you step on the floor and you know you produce so i think that's kind of my my biggest takeaway there you know for each of you what is kind of the the overall outlook obviously we haven't even you know gotten into to game situations yet but i'll I'll start with you coach donville first what's kind of the overall outlook that you have uh for the knights this year i mean big picture i try to keep telling every team that we get you know we we have banners in our gym that have most of our sports kind of either region runner-up, region champ, state runner-up, state champ. And for girls basketball, it's empty. So that's kind of the over the big goal every year with a new team. We kind of project and we even start kind of are telling our junior girls that, like, hey, you know, look up there, it's empty. So, you know, obviously, you know, a big goal is always, you know, to do damage in, you know, in the region. Um, and region tournament is a whole different thing even from region play in terms of basketball. Cause so that's kind of, you know, that's a big goal. But I think, you know, we'd obviously love to get back to state like i said our first year here me and dana we got there you know we had an upset in the region tournament got to go play at a norcross team who's in there every year so it was good for us to get that experience but you know i think the girls deserve you know as hard as they work and as long as they've as far as they've come they i think they deserve to get back to state so i definitely think that is a goal is to be in you know in the top four of the region Mm -hmm. absolutely and for you coach barksdale i would kind of piggyback and say the same um you know when i when i came in i kind of took a took a look at the team and we we had some had some goal setting and one of the first things I asked I said you know by a show of hands raise your hand if you've ever played in a state tournament um and none of the guys who are currently on the team have had the opportunity to play in a state tournament um and you know we we know what we're up against and we we know the work it's going to take in order to get there but you know our goal is to kind of like I said earlier we're we're playing for February Region tournament happens in February, and we're trying during the regular season to um, just put us in the best position possible to make a run in the region tournament. Um, but as far as you know, team goals, state tournament is is the goal. I mean, I would just you know, hopefully Friday is our first home game, so hopefully you know, you know, we can get that out to our student body. Him and I have been in their ears already. Um, you know, it's a nice little crosstown rival. BT's up the road. Roswell's back on the schedule. So, uh, you know, our goal is we've gotten really good updates to our gym. we got new pads. we got a new table. we got new chairs. So, I mean, the t- gym's going to look a lot different than it has in the past. So, hopefully, we can uh, pack the place and put on a show for them. Yeah, and I think just kind of along those lines, something that I've been really impressed with has been our junior program. I know Coach talked on it, um, you know, with how strong the girls are. Um, just been extremely impressed with our feeder program and um, you know, Greg Hibbert is one of the guys in charge, Shonda Cooper. They've just done a really good job of, of organizing, got a really good group of coaches. Um, and I, you know, I think just as far as building for the future, you know, we're, we're both set up pretty, pretty well. We got good people in place. We got good kids in place, got a lot of good families in place. Um, so I, I definitely think that's gonna, gonna help us down the road. Yeah, very good. 
Very good. Well, Coach Tomfield, Coach Barksdale, thank you so much for joining me today. And uh, for everyone out there listening, go uh, check out Centennial's new uh, gym this Friday. Appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having us on, Joe. We appreciate it. Thank you for listening to Overtime with Joe Parker. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show. And follow all of Appen Media's sports coverage at NorthFulton.com.